Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of Exploring Generational Disparities on the Weekend Splurge. Today I'm joined by Visakanti, Kanti, who as you're about to see slash hear, is quite the extraordinary person. This session was filmed over lunch and so I've cut out any long pauses that come up here and there. So please don't mind the disruptions in the flow of conversation, especially towards the end. And without further ado, enjoy. Yeah. Is he okay? That's fine. Okay. So I have all my setup ready and everything. I like to have a video recording just in case. So yeah. Also, it's recording on this phone. I'm just letting you know. No problem. Yeah. What will you drink while we are? Yeah, sure. Putra. What would you like to drink? I'd like a chamomile tea. Tono. Magdemo passion root juice. So is it okay if I start the recording? Yes, sure, sure, sure. I don't think the range is that great, but it's okay. Okay. So hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Very nice. <laughs> I met you before, I think, right? Uh, Maybe when I was really little. I remember something like you had a for your birthday something. It was like. A tea with friends or something ah, you had? Yes, maybe at the cinema lakeside. I think so. Yes. I remember coming. I was very small and I remember that. And now you're quite big, huh? I'm quite big, <laughs> literally as yes. well. I know, and uh, time flies. Huh? Time flies, I know. So, yeah, what would you like to introduce yourself or anything like that? Yes, I'm Visaka. Uh, I work with communities, mm -hmm. trying to develop them. Right. Okay. But we are, you know, whatever we do, we are not quite sure right. <laughs> whether we are changing the bottom uh -huh. line, whether we are changing the people, but we try and I also work with animals. Okay. In fact, um, we are quite busy. You told me that you, had, you have cats. Cats and dogs and street animals oh. and issues and, you know, cases. Sometimes we have to support others who are very active right. in litigation. Just now we are preparing for World Animal Day, which is on the oh, 4th of October. Yeah. Yes. So life goes on. So communities, you mean? Communities, I work out in the villages. Oh, right. I work in development. That's interesting, right? Yeah, mainly food and nutrition. Right. But we also work on policies and programs, uh -huh. design, and also other areas of public health. Yeah. And gender. Right, gender. That's something I'm really... At one point, I told Ami, Ami, if I... Uh, no, I was considering dropping medicine also. Yes. I wanted... I was really interested in gender. Like gender sciences is what you Gender studies? Gender studies, sorry. Gender studies, that's something I'm very interested in. Like a while back I did my own research and all this. Like, and, and, I, and I see quite a lot of gender principles, mm -hmm. knowingly or unknowingly, coming yeah. out in your you know, communications, your right. whatever you do to social reach media, out to your social so. media. Yeah, yes. definitely. These days it's a blaze. Like my generation I think is very interested in it. Like so... This whole concept I have about talking to you, I'm, I have a few more people lined up as well. For, I'm just telling you my mother's ex-boss as well. That's the next stuff. I'm talking to him next week. And like what I want to talk about is how different the thinking is between generations. So I think you would be a special gem, I'd say, <laughs> right, in my mother's generation. Because I don't think my mother's very interested in stuff like, you know, that gender studies and stuff. My father one day insulted it also, if I think, if I remember right. Yeah. 
Thank you. Okay. So, but the, when I see my generation, my generation is so interested in it, especially like mental health. Like, what's your take on it, mental health? Mental health. I I, I mean, if you my take on it in Sri Lanka, mm -hmm. I think people are very depressed. Right. Yes. And especially mm -hmm. women, because women, if you look at poverty, women are poorer. Mm -hmm. If you look at public space, right. women are poor. If you look at uh, mobility, women are poor in all services. Right. So I think the level of depression is high, yeah. but we don't actually identify it. And we have uh, estimates of both sexes mm. that at least 400,000 are mentally affected. I mean, everyone has some sort of you know, yeah. mental illness. Yeah, we are all mad to yeah. a certain extent, but where you know, clinically, where you can diagnose, there are over 400,000 and we have only got about 20 to 40 psychiatrists and maybe mm. maximum 100 psychologists. Right. So, and also we, we don't really, though we talk about it, we have a system for befriending mm. and counselling, but people, it hasn't really got to the people. Mm -hmm. Right. No, I was thinking like, I, I find it very weird, like, uh, like the difference in how they think about it in older generations and my generation. Because again, when you look at social media, like in my generation, every day you can find a post on mental health. Every day there'll be a But our post. generation, yeah, and our previous generation is even less, right. less. Uh, you know, yeah, they exactly. admit less. We accept less. Yeah. Our generation, but I think your generation is quite, you know, yeah, open. But the thing is, we again we think of the urban young generation. Mm -hmm. What yes. about the rural? Definitely. Eighty percent are yeah. rural. Now, with this podcast, right, I had this point where I want to incorporate Singhala as well because we all these days, okay, I'll give some examples. My friend Huli, she's also doing like a lot of uh, her, lo her slogan, I'd say, is Converse for Change. So basically, she to talks to a lot of people about different issues. She did about disability, mental health, body. Is this about Puri Sarat? No, Hume no. Kumara Singh. Okay. She's quite new to the whole thing. Okay. Even me, we are we're both quite similar in that sense. Yes. And um, a problem that we both had was, you know, it's not going out. These conversations, we hear it within this urban young urban generation. Trendy, you know, kind they of thing. Yes. But we both are now trying to incorporate Singhala so that it e reaches those people. Absolutely. Right. So even me, right? Even at my level, I'm trying to converse with the most exposure I get to someone that's not in my bubble. Because yes. we all live in our little bubbles. Right? Absolutely. Right? And I try to reach out by always. I always try to talk to truck drivers. Yes, they are very... Right? It's a two-way street, actually. Right? They contribute yeah. a lot and we can talk to them. About yeah, I talk to... I talk a lot. I talk a lot in general. So I, and and then I realized, hey, I talk a lot to these truck drivers as well. Why? And sometimes it goes into very deep conversations, right? There's so many instances I can give you. But recently, I I made it I made it a series to to talk. Oh, how nice! Right? And um, I wasn't able to talk to anyone recently, but there was one truck driver. It went into talking about. Uh, the different economic statuses in between people in Colombo and maybe a rural area and I, and we talked about how even though economically we are two different levels some in a way we are connected because we both come from Colombo so in a way we both are more privileged than someone Absolutely. far away right yes. and that was a really lovely conversation 
and they have a lot to contribute. Right. To yeah. drivers see a lot of life. They see a cross section yes, of life. Exactly. And some of them are incredibly well right. read and so bright. Yeah. And I think it's a lack of direction yes. and missed opportunities yeah. that they have ended up. Yeah. They're very intellectual. They're very yeah, intellectual. exactly. I can give you also there's like you sometimes it's with took drivers you never expect it. You know, I had this one uh, situation. So we have three dogs. Again, okay, one of them is an Italian Shepherd that's is about this big. Yes. A white, maybe you've seen on my mother's Facebook. I don't know. She puts every day. And um, one day, I always go to the gym in the morning, or six days of the week. And I always may get a took in the morning. That's how I get exposed to drivers as well. And what happened was, uh, she like pesto. That's the big one. Pesto. Right? And he's an Italian shepherd, oh, so appropriate. very appropriate, right? I named him. <laughs> uh, and um, what happened was, um, excuse me. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So pesto, and if we don't keep him in in the morning, he'll run out the moment he has a tooth. And um, so the tuk driver got scared, and he and he and the vehicle got numb, right? And I went out, and you know I was like, Uncle Mukhakari Munada Munadone, how can I help you? And he was all he he looked a bit shocked, like you know, like you know I'm coming and asking, even though I have somewhere to be. I was like, Uncle Yanpulwanda, Uncle Mukhotone, then he was also, you know, he was also like, Come on, never, thank you. And get this fixed. He was calling his insurance on all that. I was like, Hari Uncle, and I went back inside and I didn't go that way. Then, about two later, he called me and he was like, Hello, I'm a father from a church. Right? And he was like, Because I'm so, I was really surprised by how you handle the situation and I just want to say I'm very happy to see that in your generation at least because a lot of the older generations don't have it and I was mind blown because would you have ever like when you see a person can you tell their father from a church right he was saying I usually do this uber driving thing um, after I drop my children off at school I just do like to do it and I was mind blown because that's not the first time it Don't happened. judge a book by its color. Right, it's both right. ways. Yeah. He didn't expect that from you. You yeah, didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. And he was like, yeah. I think that's so important for all the generations. Right. Uh, you know, to look deep. Now, yeah. uh, let me get you. I mean, I might, I might be a little different in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I say, okay, if there's a situation, uh, there's a clear mistake mm-hmm. or, you know, a default, I'm... I, I will openly judge yeah. the person at that moment. That's great. Yeah. But I'm also open to be judged. Mm-hmm. But I think when we are judging, perhaps the positive side of judging is to correct each other. Mm-hmm. But when we judge, we have to be fully aware of all the facts and the background that determines that person's behavior. Right, right. As Sri Lankans, I'm sorry to say, we come to very, very, very quick judgment yeah. without knowing the facts at all. Yeah. And I think your generation will be very very different because of technology because of your open attitude you know openness uh, to how do i say it diversity mm-hmm. i think i'm very happy about this next generation yeah. Yeah. you know people are very dismal about the next generation say so, you know mm-hmm. what will they do they are so 
technologically involved you know they are screen right. addicts but i i i i take exactly the opposite view right especially being part of the sri lanka girl guides association mm-hmm. where we have girls from five and you know ladies of 85 are also our commissioners are leaders so we have a wide right. wide range so i see youngsters and i think the world is going to be a much better place right even when it comes to technology right i think there's a good side and a bad side to anything there's really? a good side i think a majority of certain certain people in older generations only like to look at the bad side yes. and they bash our generation i think and i think that's what i think in our generation also this mental illness issue depression and stuff is quite prevalent because of that judgment i yeah, feel yeah, it's a negativity Right. Judgment yeah. is fine if you keep it there, mm-hmm. and you don't associate it with the total persona. Right. Like, okay, you know, uh, Netmini, you this is wrong what you mm-hmm. did, but it's quite different to saying Netmini, you are really bad. Yeah. You know, that's right. a total judgment. Right. So right. we must. One thing is distinguish what means to be corrected and communicated. Right. Second thing is not to attach oneself to that issue. Right. And carry it. It's toxic then. Right. So keep it there. Have a conversation, have a correction, right. you know, and forget about it, and move forward. Right. Then you take it, as you said, you take it, and it becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. Then it turns into actually mental illness and negative. Right. I think judgment, right? I feel a lot of our Sri Lankan elders they take judgment and they take it as their primary job. That's their job to judge the youngsters, and the way they do it is wrong, right? The way. The judgment, yeah, judgment in itself is fine, but how you express that judgment you exactly. have made, yeah, yeah. and also the constructive sense. side to it. Right. What's the constructive alternative? Now at Girl Guys, I have children as young as five and a half mm-hmm. to six. Sometimes they come running when they see us. Mm-hmm. This is the ones, you know, in their yeah, T-shirt and their shorts. Yeah. <coughs> That's their uniform. The butterflies. And one day, a little butterfly came up and said, "Auntie, I think." There's something wrong, and I don't like it. I said, "Very good that you came up and spoke to me, but can you run back and discuss with your friends what you would like instead?" Right. So give us a suggestion. You know, in her terminology, I managed to communicate, uh, yeah. and she came up with some suggestions, ideas. Right. That's great. I think that's what should be encouraged, yes. right? And conflict resolution. Right. We need to deal with our own demons, especially young people who sometimes lack the life skills. to deal with life mm-hmm. and therefore suicide rates are high and so on or at least reporting in mm-hmm. sri lanka is very high right. so i think we need to really get life skills mm-hmm. and the life skills that you all naturally you know kind of grasp mm-hmm. maybe in an urban or more privileged setting that needs to be actually given through a system you know how to negotiate how to communicate if you are upset you know if somebody approaches you and forces you to have mm-hmm. a relationship how do you say no nicely right. you know diplomacy you know all these skills have because we forget <coughs> that in the school system up to grade 9 you actually developing a citizen right yes. so it's puravasi adhyapana and after grade 9 you specialize in a subject area right so if we have done a job well in the education system up to grade 9 practically you know learning by doing then why do we have this kind of you know right. politics why do we have this kind of politician why do we have uh, you know systems violation like if even standing in a queue our people are not used to stand mm-hmm. then road rage and you know, aggression 
if we have done our work up great night we wouldn't see this social ills so there is something you know that we need to and i think the young people need to stand up and say this is the kind of education we have got yeah and this is what we really want this is what we want yeah yeah again i think it's that sense of entitlement with adults i yes. think that's why a lot of young people my age are afraid to approach cuz the things i feel like in the older generations they have their opinions and they are not willing to change that right that they think their opinion is the only right one and that makes it very hard for someone like me to get their opinion across like you are of course like i said a special gem so i think that how do you change that you know that steadfast like they are not willing to change their opinion kind of thing how do you tackle that i think by getting them first of all to sit and listen mm-hmm. we are very bad at listening right now the tendency especially of our adults ah now if you are talking they are very eager to give their opinion right yeah so if their head is full of what they want to say rather than listen to you yeah they are not taking it in right yeah so i think we need everyone everyone to practice the 80 20 rule 80% you listen and 20% you talk Now, if we do that on both sides, we come to a happy medium, like forty percent. Right. So, first of all, I think we need to even at grade one, no nursery, practice listening skills. Then you can have games, you know, where people learn to listen. And even with the adults, there can be like adult games, you know. We again in Sri Lanka, what has happened is we don't have the right kind of leisure, mm-hmm. especially if you take those who are not that privileged. What do they actually have to do in the evening except right. drink? Can right. we blame them for drinking? What is it that we, as a state or as a system, what is it that we are offering as measure? What do you look forward to? People generate income usefully and and productive when there is something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Western countries, they look forward to going away on holiday religiously every year. and they switch off totally right. and they can afford they can afford right but here also it's a beautiful country and we can afford to even go around in a simple way in our country now how much is that encouraged how much is that inculcated then the habit of reading young people may read on the phone or you know that that's fine but reading a book now one of the countries that i went to uh, last year uh, east european newly developed country Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. In Lithuania, on the street, you have this book box. Anyone can take a book, and it's up to your conscience to be honest and to return the book. Or if you want, if you like it and you take it away, you can bring another book, or you can wait without replacing. But they are socially conscious to either return another book or to return the same. Book, you know. So I think our dance also we we have to. talk about adult learning even though adult learning is very difficult yeah there is a lot of unlearning but if you are going to address the social ills we need to go back to adult crafting we need to go back to or we need to actually start parent craft right no the moment and before the child is born you need to engage parents in parent craft it's done to i must say i'm very happy done to a certain extent in the public health system you know preparing your baby's room even in the rural areas right. have a low cost you know 
kind of a uh, guard for the child with all you know uh, discarded material so they do that kind of thing mm-hmm. i'm not saying no but we had to do it more and more to prepare parents really to be parents yeah. and that has to be a systemic thing you can't just bring up from somewhere parent craft is done like in hospitals like castle street right. the big hospitals i don't know if it's done anymore but it used that. to be done right. but we have to have it all around then we need adolescent youth now we have f- about 5000 or more youth clubs run by the national youth services council mm-hmm. in sri lanka but we need to know these kinds of conversations games career guidance has to be uniformly spread right to yeah. all the youth clubs you know and the adults must have a center like overseas you have a leisure center right. so all adults no matter whether you are in a rich area or poor area you gather in that leisure center Yeah. You do some swimming, or you play a game of volleyball, and it's not very expensive and not very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. But then that's a platform to engage adults to get rid of these, you know, whatever kinks that they have. So we don't have platforms that are structured for young people, for adults, and even for children. We don't have the platform of interaction, mm-hmm. social interaction right. outside of the school, outside of the office. That should be really, I think, something that we still need. Right. So even in that uh, the episode I said I talked the Tuk Tuk Talks the first episode something we talked about was how let's say in Colombo this much is the wealth it's like quite big and when you take a rural place this it's it's smaller so what I asked in that was uncle what do you think about you know uh, those kind of places charging more. for like people that if they realize they are someone from Colombo or foreigner i asked what do you think and he said that's wrong and it makes sense right on the yeah. surface level yeah, exactly. it's not it's not fair but what i said was uncle now look if you look at the amount of wealth someone from colombo has and the amount of wealth someone from that rural place might have like you know what difference does it make to that person from colombo's wealth exactly if they if they charge extra right like if they charge extra it might be nothing to that person but to the person from that rural area it's a, it's a big deal exactly. that could be their turning point and by default that person's increase in their wealth will spread along amongst that community right yes. so i think the same can be uh, said to these leisure activities there's such a wealth in colombo but so little exactly. like it doesn't make a difference if we take a bit of that out from colombo and put it in to that place and, right and also colombo. we have state services that can mm-hmm. provide now the public health system a baby is looked after in colombo in the state system and in the rural area it's exactly the same mm-hmm. you have the public health midwife system right you know home visits you know antenatal clinics it's all uniformly done and it's a very good example of equity equity now, yeah, yeah equity so if we can use that same equity and the same kind of system for social development you know now this is something that i intend to do now that i'm finishing with the girl guides right. is to start an organization called child child just okay. simply yeah, child really simple, yeah. and to get people who have time on their hands who are educated who are skillful to work for children in their area right because children are our wealth and i don't have to have my own children all children are you know my our children yeah everyone is collectively responsible because as the saying goes you know you need two people to beget a child right. but you need an entire community to raise to a child, raise a child. Right. so i think we are not again giving that responsibility 
to the community and i am sure the community if we really give it again very openly in a very structured way they will grab it mm-hmm. you know now if a child a very tiny child walks on the street we will all look yeah. and we should be inquiring as yeah. to what's happening same with the youth youth may be big in size but if somebody is going to commit suicide that's a problem not only with that family it's a problem of society right and we are all responsible so i think just to answer your question how we are going to redress these ills we need this equal platform we need it to be a semi structured and we need to spread it uniformly mm-hmm. especially public spaces parks mm-hmm. playgrounds right these have to be the center of generation you know you put a big giant screen with a multimedia for a for a community or a government entity it's not too much of money mm-hmm. and every day you can show very good films right right and we have thousands and thousands of what you call community halls in the villages right. praja shala we are not making use of the praja shala except for the marnadara samiti to come and eat or right. the kanta samiti right. or the govi samiti yeah. we can you know have people coming yeah. in asking questions counseling film shows drama and another thing is in sri lanka we don't see enough of the arts people mm-hmm. are not appreciative and people don't have on offer drama you know theater productions musical evenings and a country that has had a rich history of culture we are incredibly poor in even portraying that culture mm-hmm. yeah. we don't have platforms people don't understand and in such a society if you don't have the arts arts reflect the social landscape arts is a means of expressing sociology mm-hmm. and analyzing so if you have a people who don't have that opportunity i'm sorry the politics that we get <laughs> is what we deserve because people are not how do i say analytical they are not critical thinkers because they are not trained through all these different right. mediums to that right a country so very advanced in democracy who leave people to decide people centric you know states right if you see their cultural side their literary side is very very rich Mm-hmm. Even the Soviet Union now called Russia. I was born actually, so when it was Soviet Union, nineteen thirty. My mother used to say in nineteen sixty-five, people, you know, even poor, the poorest Russians would be kind of you know fighting for the last ticket to the ballet or the opera. That's how rich and how advanced, and that's how they actually deal with communism. Even within a communist system, they have different mm-hmm. ways of questioning. they yeah. and and they accept communism because they really want it if not like the october 8th revolution where communist communism came into being mm-hmm. and then you know glasnost where they got rid of communism right. where people rebelled these things would not have happened if not for that cultural expression mm-hmm. i mean you can go to gorky park there in moscow and people can sit on a box and write you know sing or tell recite poetry or give their opinion so they and also another thing is letting off stress and that leads to a, a, a reduction in depression and mental illness right yeah. so all these are interrelated that's that's from just those arts right just from not only the arts and you know free expression you know also public spaces now public spaces you use for leisure so i mean i remember when we wanted to organize a certain event for the girl guides at independence square which is our square mm-hmm. we had to get permission from 100 you know different really? parliamentarians and ministers and i'm sorry to say the current president was also one of the people who was stopping people from using it. 
independence yeah, yeah. so we have to be go as a people right i think again i i am talking to a friend these days about the importance of arts because she's quite interested yes. in arts and how it's so underappreciated i think especially in like the south asian mindset if it's not engineering yes. any not the stem field yes. it's not worth their time right Again, yeah and also of course south asia i must say other countries india and bangladesh mm-hmm. they are terribly cultural though they are highly right. competitive we are not cultural at all right and they look at sri lanka like you know it's a no man's land now because we don't even have our traditional culture mm-hmm. you know practiced and performed uniformly all over the country we are not proud of our clothes we are not proud of our language right you know but indians they can be the biggest you know right. ict entrepreneur in silicon valley but they are happy to wear their kurta in the evening and mm-hmm. sing you know their songs right that balance we don't have right again that's something we talked about in the first episode i did yeah. uh, with another i i know bhutminaya uh, something we talked about is how we a lot of especially i think in the urban areas we try to develop we try to take up the western culture Ape the west right and say that you know our culture is you know lesser i know definitely i had that you know? now there are two extremes i think mm-hmm. in sri lanka one one polarized one group and one end wants wants to say we are very very superior right our culture that's from the same but all countries have different cultures all are great there's one side that tries to denigrate our culture and ape the west as right. you said so what what is the happy medium yeah where do we meet exactly that's exactly what we talked about we talked about how there's the singhala culture not singhala culture the sri lankan culture and the western culture right and you know okay let's take an example of talking to our parents i think in our culture in our country like talking to adults like this would not be approved of right like they would say there is certain way i need to address you and there's all this right i can't i shouldn't be talking about mental health like oh that's such a taboo topic how dare you talk about that versus in western culture what you see is there's a lot of talking back right like talking back in a negative sense like fighting like zero respect so that is the difference between having too much respect and having too little like that happy medium exactly. right exactly that's what we were talking about not just completely throw it out the window one culture and stick to one how about why don't we just meet in the middle right and you know it's very a good point that you made definitely because uh, you know now we are predominantly i mean our population mm-hmm. is buddhist right uh, now i would not say we are a, i cannot say that this is a buddhist country because there are people of other religion right a country does not become any religion its peoples belong yeah. to various yeah. religions now buddhism is a philosophy that really propagates the middle path the madhyama pratipada mm-hmm. but as you say we don't practice yeah what is said in this dumb which is so valuable we don't tread the middle path in our social lives mm-hmm. again a, like a very a, a still a query in my mind i don't understand why when i was around 12 13 i completely put out the window my culture and i thought the western culture is the is the gold yes. standard and I, i still can't understand why why i did that like what made me think that that is so superior and then when you look at a country like india like what you just said they they embrace their culture so what is the difference what is happening in sri lanka in these urban areas 
I'm not going to name any names of schools or anything, but what is happening that makes us want to discard our culture? Well, I think it's because we have to give this cultural expression and any 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 behavior. Even food and nutrition is the same. Right. I work in the area of food, as you know. You know, it has to be the right eating, you know, cultural expression has to be internalized through multiple modes right. with the same message. When it hits you, hits you, then you internalize. Right. So right. we don't have uniform messaging to inculcate values that are multimodal. Right. So the TV has to say the same thing, radio, interpersonal right. communication, the newspapers. So even in food, just to digress a little bit into food, these days we are revising what you call the food-based dietary guidelines mm -hmm. of Sri Lanka. All countries have messaging, food-based, simple principles. And when you plan your meals, you need to internalize and remember those. Right. Like eat a variety of food, you know, now it's like eat, you know, reduce your, moderate your rice. Mm. If you're sedentary to one teacup and have two teacups of green leaves and etc. So those messages we are trying to formulate with quantities and, you know, as specific as possible. So that that will be bombarded from all sides right. and people will really get it in like the fancy mother. That is internalized, whatever happens. Yeah. That because it has come from every side. Yeah, from schooling time. Yeah. So yeah. I think to get this value system in order, and to answer you how we are going to get it, I think that has to be. And whether it's an urban school or a rural school, the same messaging has to go out. But of course, it can have adaptations according to the cultural context. Mm -hmm. How you speak to a child in Monrovia may not be exactly the same in Kalambo. Right. But the essence of the message can be the same, should right. be the same. Shall we order one? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so, what are your aspirations? Netmini, finally, what do you want to be? Doctor. <laughs> doctor, but you will be a different yeah. kind of doctor. In, yeah, probably. I was, I had a lot, I've been wearing a lot with pediatrics, uh, pediatrics is children, and orthopedics, bones, and stuff, and uh, plastic surgery. The most uh, out of nowhere one. So those three, I'm very confused about. But I think orthopedics you need a lot yeah. of people. Orthopedics. Yeah. Ortho now pediatrics. It's because I love kids. Yes. I can give a reasoning for each of the three. Yeah, but rheumatology, you will be putting a lot of people out of suffering. Mm -hmm. Everyone, every other person is having a bone issue right. or a joint issue. Yeah. What I'd say was pediatrics. It's because I love yes. kids. So then I think I'd love the field. And then orthopedics. It's the only reason is because it's a male-dominated field and I want, I'm a bit stubborn, so I just want to be like, hey, I can do no, it too. No, but it's a great field to be. Right, politics. yeah. And elderly people will be helping even the elderly. Yeah. And classic surgery is just because I'm a very, I'd say I'm very artistic, like I like to draw a lot. Like, again, it's basically reconstructing someone's appearance, right? I feel like that takes a lot of artistic knowledge in a certain way so that's been a very recent one so but for but these days i'm shying away a bit from pediatrics because i don't think i can handle a child's death right i don't think i could handle that and in a way there are i think pediatrics is well populated mm. right. whereas uh, psychiatry and orthopedics has yeah. very few specialists psychiatrists that's yeah. also coming up on my list but yes. then i'm like that's too many options Yes. Well, let's see. That's Maybe you can have a double specialization. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that's one lady who specialized in pediatrics and she specialized in geriatrics. Right. She's unique, I think, even in the world that she's right. Those two ends. Right. So, where are we do now? 
Are you selected for medicine? Yeah. When you mentioned Lithuania, do you know Armenia? Yes, Armenia was telling me. Lovely countries. Have you been there? Have I have been not been to, to Armenia, but I think they are very, very culturally rich and they yeah, have gone through a lot think. of turmoil. I think these days there's, the, there's a ongoing war, so I think these days it's a bit... We have to be careful, but right. I don't think there's yeah. anything to worry really, but yeah. take the challenge. Definitely. <laughs> they are very scared of sending me, but I'm very stubborn. For me, I think things are quite amazing. <laughs> she never say that to me. <laughs> I think she's very proud of Patika. You know, it's very difficult to find socially conscious people. Mm -hmm. So as I say, you'll be a very different kind of medical. Right. Always that will be in the forefront, yeah. you know. Because especially like this whole podcasting, I'm hoping to get it monetized sometime soon. Because I don't think going into the future you can depend on one income. I think that's something that Corona no. taught a lot of people. Yes. So I think I'm trying to encourage my friends also, like, not, like, because it's a whole movement these days to have more than one source of income. Yes. Like especially with the internet, YouTube, you can put ads, get monetized. I'm that's my next plan. YouTube. Very good. Very good. And you can do you can do some good out of it, right? Not just go for the money. So this. Even though I'm thinking of getting monetized, my main goal at the end of the day is to talk with people. And um, going back to what we were discussing, how are we going to change these adults' mindsets? I think again, it's just sit down and talk, right? And sometimes you just need to listen to what they say because maybe they have a valid point in that very set opinion of theirs. I think a lot of what I see happening in America that side more western countries there they have the right wing and the left wing ideologies or whatever right i think a lot of the time they don't like to sit down and listen to an opinion that's opposite to theirs i think that is prevalent not even not only in the older generation but in our younger generations as well so as in we are not willing to go sit down with the archie who thinks very differently from us and listen to their opinion because we because we are like no she's wrong she's from an older generation but what would happen if we actually did sit down and try to listen to someone's opposing generation opposing opinion right because then you are challenging yourself okay, how i'm going to challenge their opinion how like that's the whole thing with this so i i want to find someone with a very opposing opinion but so far i've been finding people with quite the same opinion right so like to sit down and give yourself the challenge of okay, this is what that person thinks, how am I going to uh, bring up my point? It's basically debating I guess, like I was never into debating, that was never my thing. But these days that's what I'm finding myself really wanting to do. So that's this whole idea with the generational discussion thing. You know the thing is uh, I think you know when you talk about like opposing points of view, I think uh, Again, as a society, we are very uh, within the frame. Mm -hmm. We don't like to jog right. the system. You know, now I'm a person, <laughs> I have been speaking to my two right. about this uh, coming of age, uh -huh. puberty, right. the ceremony, potalu, as you say. Yeah. In you know, they are so gung-ho about all these kinds of obligations, you know, social you know, events. You know, now I was asking you yesterday, and diametrically opposing his view. Right. Where he was insisting, last week he went to one of these puberty ceremonies, and yesterday, day before, also he was good. 
and then inevitably if they go far away they miss one night a night out next day also you can't go yeah. i said isn't it much better not to go for this puberty ceremony but ask them what they need and you continue to earn let your wife go if it's her relation and you continue to you know earn an income and send them send those people somebody because they are poor right but no we had to go as a family you know we had to be there i i think it's totally for me totally unacceptable the weight we give on cultural events based on myths right. and untruths and i said you know the moment you say that a girl has grown up that's giving a signal to yeah. all the boys who want to you know yeah. take advantage at once it's a signal so just because it's a cultural thing why don't you try to change now this is something that i really get impression even with my own friends even with professionals because we are so so much you know we are we have the herd mentality never yeah. never out of the box we don't like to question those myths those why we do things in a cultural setting right yeah. is it important that child actually if you ask the child might not want this publicized at all right yeah and some villages actually the sick men where to actually have sex with a you know right. young person yeah i have had certain women in villages saying you know the moment our daughters come of age we send them out to another village because they are all these old men are waiting to abuse or even young men are waiting to abuse the girls i mean do we question this See, those kind of stories I I've never heard about, but those are the real issues. Actually, real, the real issue. We are frustrated society. Our males, especially even females, but males especially because and it's no fault of theirs. We are not bringing them up right. during school, during young young days to respect each other. And women are the ones very often allowed the boys to think that they are gods. We are a very very deeply rooted patriarchal society. So you know, there is nothing, nothing. that is changing still even a very educated woman thinks that she has to come home yeah. do all the work cooking yeah. and you know somebody else puts up their feet of course young men today are changing a little bit are not yeah. saying they are all bad but you know, most of the friends who are boys i know now that they are quite you know but i don't expect because we hear like you know sri lanka is very like you know like the boys we get told to defend ourselves from yeah but they will say you know boys will be boys girls and that is not yeah, true and i think you know again simple domestic chores you know teach both parties how to cook very right. yeah definitely and in school have home economics for boys and girls yeah why is home science the domain of the girl yeah and mechanics the domain of the of course yeah. mechanic mechanics has come now also to girls but we are not emphasizing yeah so there is a huge technological divide huge now i i did a survey for a, a country gender assessment for fao and when i went and had this focus group discussions not even 10% of women have been trained in technology at the farm mechanization training center in sri lanka and those 10% women were sent to as gap fillers because males could not step out from their work and you know women did even recognize a weeding machine that was I remember there was an issue with that uh, sex ed book or something, right? That I remember I saw it a lot on Instagram, but I couldn't really understand it much. It was rejected, right? Rejected. And also, sex education is not dealt with at all. Yeah, schools. that's what. It's horrible. These days, I've been going for a cookery class. So oh, I how bought, nice! 
I brought all that stuff first. So now what can you cook? I can cook. I can cook seven types of cakes. Ah. Fried rice, vegetable chopsy, and my own chili paste. Nice. What about Sri Lankan rice and curry? Or fine? I wanted to go there. They had a separate Sri Lankan course, but I but won't be. I won't be. Yeah, that's what. So I won't be good cook. <laughs> she usually are made cooks, but the day she cooks, it's quite good. Ah. So she is. She is. I would say. She's such a lovely person. Always calm, even in school. Okay, she'd love to hear that. Yeah, she's a different, always, yeah, different all, story at all. <laughs> yeah, but always very uh, calm and right. non-judgmental, not curious or other gossipy, you know. Hmm. She's not gossipy. Very peaceful. It's very so. interesting to hear about her. Oh, I don't know how it is, but... She's not gossipy, in, no. Because yeah. no, as kids, as this age, I even my friends are quite gossipy. <laughs> But I mean, whatever. Yeah, but of course, there's a fine line between interest mm. in topics and even genuine interest in people. You know. Right. So yeah. it's very difficult to define. Right. It will be a very interesting session for you to define gossip. Oh yeah, you were mentioning how uh, the boys don't cook and stuff. Even something that really annoyed me. I hope that person is listening. <laughs> When I first met my batch, one of the boys was like, uh, "You all will cook for us, so no problem." Ooh, I got mad. But in that moment, I didn't have the confidence to say anything. But hey, if he's listening, I'm very mad at you. Because <laughs> these days, that cookery class also. Yeah. I've been trying. I've been like, it's done by it's really nice. Hot uh, yeah. one. It's a, done by a really nice Muslim lady. But you know, sometimes when boys come, it's, they don't feel that comfortable. So I was complaining to her like, you should have a session for boys, da 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 da, and everything. And I've been trying to push those boys to come more, so I'm putting messages every day. But look day. at the gender, the range, when it's expensive, when it's a hotel, when the salaries are high, it's a man. It's a man, yeah. In cooking. Yeah. When you just cook and you, it's a drudgery. At that end of the spectrum, it's a female. Mm. Right, that's very interesting to me. So, yeah. Even this gender pay gap, what's your take on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Informal sector is bad. Mm-hmm. But. Laborers, agricultural laborers, right. are the same job, women are paid less than half. Really? These things I never hear about. <laughs> I like to talk about it, but rarely I hear about it. It's really bad. Yeah. Like, the reasons behind it, me and my friend were talking about it one day. Patriarchal employers. Hmm? Yeah. And also when it comes to driving, that stereotype. Oh. I think the existence of the stereotype itself. That's that is the problem. Stereotyping. Yeah. The existence in itself sometimes makes Prejudice. it true. Like, you know, growing up, why, why is that stereotype? That is because we don't unpack it and we don't deal with it. Right. So, I think because of this, sometimes, sometimes when you see on the road, sometimes, yeah, it is women that drive bad. Like, sometimes when you really look at it. But some, what I believe is when you grow up hearing women are bad drivers, women are bad drivers. By but what about the male bad drivers? Yeah. Yeah. Quantify. I think I think uh, when you see a women bad driver, you I went to like ah, gani, ne, kai. 
there's the doctors in that car here and they sort of internalize that and i feel like they grow up to believe that they are bad drivers and in turn become bad drivers and it's like domestic violence right sometimes the husband keeps on giving mental mental harassment you are hopeless you can't do it right. finally you tend to believe it yeah that's all especially around kids they take in what they hear right especially from the adults around them any other projects you are working on uh voluntarily the girl guides animals yeah children and mm-hmm. child rights but my bread and butter is in development right so why i want to talk to you and you specifically was because you seem like the most unique out of all my <laughs> generation so i was like okay i want to talk to her <laughs> when it comes to that education thing like i think it's something that's known throughout that something in the education system is broken but no one's fixing it i don't get it you need to have more engagement yeah and education has to be child centered you have to let the children decide that the classroom with all these desks and tables it's so old fashioned yeah you need to theater stuff right yeah you came to school for something right for something like induction or maybe remember i remember one year you came and i was telling ammi and ammi was like why did you go talk to her in school i had a very bad confidence issue like uh uh-uh. i can talk like this like by nature i think i was a very talkative person but somewhere along the line it went away especially but you did drawing and all no yeah i did drawing did you enjoy yeah so why do you think the youth population voted yeah. for somebody like the pohot to I I have no idea when it comes to like politics. They are so polarized, so ethnic, ethnically fundamentalist. Mm. So many issues and so many explanations. Even when it comes to the school education system, another story I can give you is I again it was a Uber cab this time, and uh, the whole way all I did was talk to him. No, but I talked about my dog. He was like, "Yeah, uh, this Uber driver, uh, a really nice, old-looking man." And he asked about my dog every day. The first thing an Uber driver is asked about is about Festo. Because no, there's nobody seen a dog like that. How did you get him? Uh, yeah. So it was an Adon Ikman daughter. Like his parents were the first two of that breed yeah. ever in Sri Lanka. Yeah. So he was the first litter. And, uh, yeah, the, yeah. I saw a picture of. I was playing this game on play bus. Right. Identify ninety nine dog breeds. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And uh, uh, so the whole then when I was closer to my gym, he was like. Um, I know I had no business talking to you about your dog, but I I'm really happy how you talked to me, how interested you were, yeah. and you know the respect. And uh, I basically, 
yeah, I got a bit late to come to the Uber. So the first thing I told when I got in was, sorry, I got a bit late. Like that was just a major reaction. I had to say sorry because I was late. And you know, he was like, he was like, I, I was very shocked that you said sorry. Then I was shocked. See what our society is. Right? I was like, they're not. They don't see it. Yeah, and I was like, uncle, that was just what I felt like I had to say because I was late. The first question he asked me was, "Pute me." Did you live abroad for a while? And I thought it was because of my singer, because my singer isn't that great. That's my own fault. That's a whole other story. And uh, I thought it was because of my singer. So then I felt a bit shy. And I was like, no, uncle, I lived here my whole life. But I did London, London A-level. So then I thought maybe you get the hint. This is why my singer is bad. And uh, but then he was like, no, okay, because I was very shocked. Then I was like, then I was thinking. I was shocked that he said that, and he was like, "I think these days the local school system is so hell bent on, you know, the subjects they don't teach you how to be a good person, right?" And I was we talked about that, and at the end he was like, "I'm actually a chief marine engineer." Oh darling! And I was like, "Oh my god!" See the surprises yeah. are all sides. I was I was shocked that day, and I was telling my parents. You know, Uber drivers are interested much. Yeah. Locked up, very very exactly. high 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 caliber professionals, and you know that that means that dignity of labor is coming into our country now. Hmm. Thanks to the cab system. Right. And McDonald's. McDonald's is very decent, you know. Yeah. My father of course, that is one. That is one fellow in McDonald's. He is he is so funny. My father loves to bully. Okay, like those workers. So one day he bullied that person, and he talked back. Like he bullied my father back. And ever since then, my father's been very quiet around him. It's hilarious. Very unusual. Yeah. I told that driver, so uncle, I'm very happy. Like I'm very happy to see someone of your level, man, doing this job without any bias. And I told that I know certain people who don't think that. So yeah. We talked for quite a bit. I think this song stopped recording. <laughs> uh. It is the data. The storage is gone. Who was driving today, Amma? Kathi. Kathi was in the car waiting. Huh. Is Kathi also a medical doctor? No, he is a professor. Professor in chemistry or something. I don't know. <laughs> Why does this also chemistry? Mm. I'm not telling. You. I was a very bad student. <laughs> in school or uni or both. In school, or yeah. In school, in school. Mm. Never could sit down and study. <laughs> I was toxic. Uh, you asked me if I enjoyed drawing. Right? I enjoyed drawing a lot because it was my my group of friends. Yeah. So I never had a problem, you know, communicating with them. But school, I didn't enjoy. You didn't. That's my That's biggest sad. regret because of the confidence issue. Hey, cause you know there are introverts and extroverts, right? I think past twelve thirteen, I tried to convince myself that I'm an introvert. Yes. Which I enjoy. I utilize my time better. If that, I don't know. I think around twelve thirteen, I talked about it on my podcast as well. Yeah. When I bash, like I just put my culture out the window. I feel like that took away a part of me and. You know, I had a hard time connecting to the people in the singular medium. I couldn't talk in singular, and I couldn't talk to my family, my extended family. So then I think that took a big part of me away, and because of that, I had a big confidence issue. So 
so I couldn't enjoy my school life the way I would have wanted. Why was your singer a issue? I think it was when I used to, when I uh, said like rejected my culture. With that came I rejected Sinhala as well. You know that Sinhala is good day mentality. I had it. Already. Were you abroad as a child or no? I was here. That's that's why I still can't wrap my head around what happened to me. I'm really happy that I snapped out of it though. Like especially now, I'm trying to get back into it as much as possible this year. Yeah. Like you know, I I was the one pushing them. Let's celebrate our Udu. Let's celebrate this. Let's celebrate that. Because have a family in general don't. And it was so fun. So because I learned my lesson in school, like you know. So I kept trying to convince myself that I am an introvert, but by age I am extroverted. So finally I got that confidence to sort it out. Then you know I started coughing like mad. Then all my people that knew me were like, whoa, whoa. Who is this? Like it was like a new person came out. Like who I was when I was like ten years old, that person yes. finally got to come out again. It was like meeting everyone for the first time again. Anyway, so, we have to, you know, each one. We have our own experiences mm-hmm. of trauma and happy times. Right. Yeah. So it's now, how we deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Now it's come to a point that my batteries thing you're making me the battery of everything. So it's something in school. I was the complete opposite. Like it happened to my friend also. She was also quite, you know, not that, you know, out in school. But then she became the bachelor. Then I was like, what? Yes. If she could do it, why can't I? Can't exactly. Do it? But you have turned out to be a very good girl. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm very happy when I see my friends' children, mm-hmm. my classmates' children, especially. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lovely bunch yeah. of kids. I haven't even and I never miss not having my kids mm-hmm. because when I look around, all of you know, oh, so I have you. never wanted to have my own kids. Never. Yeah, that, that's your own wish, and I think people should respect you for that. Because again, in Sri Lankan culture, you... my mother is so progressive, and I would have been like, "You know what? Okay, thanks. No, 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 no. You're my guest. I no, 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 no way, no way." That's not fair. What a lovely thing, the opportunity to go out with my friends, not. <laughs> and what a lovely thing to have a guest on my podcast. <laughs> You're the guest. I should be the one saying. At least this the No. Mummy told me this might happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-no. He told me to be prepared for this. <laughs> Please don't attack. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> my goal is to be like you in the future. Oh, please. Be your own person. Be my own person. I know. Thank you. Welcome. Actually, such a nice thing, no, to have the privilege of going out with your <laughs> classmates. Children, not many people have that. Hi, dears. Okay. I'm having a lovely time with one of my classmates' daughters. Yeah, and she... She's uh, she's 18, just 17. Imagine the two of us at lunch, no parents, and she's doing this lovely, yeah, lovely podcast on you, you know, various social issues and values. Yeah, very nice. Okay, 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 bye. Thank you. That was so sweet.
Okay, then I'll see you. I'm running off. Okay. Are you on this phone?